Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. What I truly love about her as a psychologist is how she looks at all different demographics, topics, and has a handle on all of it. There are some people that, as counselors, professionals, you know, just focus on one thing. She from adolescence to family, marriages, relationships. Today, we're going to talk about men and their relationships, even their relationships with other guys. How does that look? And she's back with us. Gloria Vanderhorst is on the program. Welcome back. How are you? I am good and glad to be here. It'll be fun to talk about men. Yeah, I'm hoping to learn something here, maybe about myself, maybe about my friends. Um this all started because you got an email and it was in connection with a, a men's group, correct? That's right. Uh, of course, you know, I'm writing a book about men. And so I have this friend in Colorado that sent me an email with a link to an article that's talking about men's groups uh, and the explosion in the United States of kind of this need for men to come together with other men to explore their emotional side, not to do fantasy football or talk about baseball, but really to go deeper inside. And then there's another organization that is actually worldwide bringing men together in small groups to explore what their emotional lives are like and build different kinds of connections, not just the slap you on the back and talk about sports. Um, and then, you know, we could, if you wanted to go sideways a bit, there's also a kind of a counter movement against that as well. But first I'd like to dig into just the popularity and the need for these men's groups that take men into emotional depths. I believe, I, I love it. And I believe, and I've heard about these groups, even every couple of months it comes up, somebody mentions it, they're a part of one or they know somebody who is. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that a lot of guys shy away from it because they don't want to open up, especially right. to other guys. And let's face it, if you're a guy and you got a lot, lot going on, you don't want to get emotional in front of other guys. And, and that's right. That's going to happen. It could happen. Right. I mean, that's the way men have been trained for centuries, but for, for very adaptive reasons, right? So the male is the one that we put out on the front in wars the male is the one that we send into difficult situations. Even the male is the one in the office, right? When the copier breaks, you go ask the guy to fix it, right? right? Not the girl that uses it every day. You go ask the guy to fix it. So we have this cultural and long-standing, I mean, centuries of experience that the male should not be emotional unless it's aggressive. Hmm. I, I will say this and, and tell me your thoughts on it, Gloria. Guys are wired to be fixers. You know, yes, yes, we, we, we do, we fix things, but 
you know, even if it's nice to your face, even if it's a relationship, <laughs> like the guy wants to fix the relationship and move on. Sometimes sure. that's not always practical. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Or True. I, I would say guys are socialized to be fixers. I was just going to ask that. You said wired, and the truth is they are not wired to be fixers. We know from infant studies that boy infants come into the world with a broader range of emotional expression than girls do. So think about that. And we talked about that last time we got together, uh, emotional intelligence that that males have way more than than females. Right, right. Mm. And so I think these movements for groups like Every Man or the Mankind Project are tapping into that truth and that reality that men want to use their emotional intelligence. They want to express emotions, but we have never made that safe for them to do that in the culture. We now have the freedom, actually, to make that safe. You know, we really don't have to use hundreds of thousands of men in armies anymore. We can destroy somebody with the push of a button. Mm. So there's opportunity that didn't exist before for men to dive into their feeling states, to express their feelings, to share their feelings, and to receive comfort from other men rather than comfort from women. History has been, you, you get comforted by a female, but not by a buddy. You know, I'm thinking about what we said before in terms of guys being fixers. And I think I am like mm-hmm. that. I don't think it's a social thing. I, I, and maybe I'm, I'm not like any other guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, when something isn't working, I need to fix it. I want to fix it. That, you know, in a studio, I wire everything myself. Something goes wrong. I don't call anybody. I'm fixing it. And I think, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys are like that. Now, does that also I, translate? I agree with you. I agree with you. I think a lot of guys are like that. But I would tell you that I'm like that. Right? If something is not working, I'm the one who wants to put her nose into it mm-hmm. and figure it out. Sure. Our, our air conditioning went on the fritz the other day. All right, and I'm going around checking all of the breaker switches yep. to make sure that the breaker switch didn't flip off. All right, I'm not sitting and waiting for my husband to do that. Sure. I'm up and doing it. But when it comes to social situations, like, you know, even a relationship that isn't right, there's you know, just there's problems. Maybe more times than not, guys just want to fix it. What, what, what's the problem? Let me fix it, move on. But sometimes that doesn't work. It takes time right. to work on it where, you know, there's a, a, a situation, guy comes home, maybe it's been brewing for a while. Let's fix it. We'll move on. What's for dinner? All right. Everything's great. I fixed it. It's good. But right. it doesn't work that way. And I think that guys get frustrated and then get shut down because they weren't able to fix it like they normally fix everything else. I I think you're right on target with that, right? We really have. um, Maybe it is internal motivation. Maybe it is socialization. But I think that characterizes the majority of men. They want to give a solution 
and they're intelligent enough to give a reasonable solution, but they don't want to process the issue. They'd much rather jump yes. to the end than to go through the process of listening to all the parts that go into that issue. They just want to get to the end product. And that's a frustration between males and females um, because yes. they have very different approaches to problem solving. Exactly right. I, I, I couldn't agree even more because it's the process thing. Guys don't process. And why? Maybe because they, they don't want to get emotional, even though they really are deep inside. They don't want to they show are. their part, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about, well, let's look at, um, and we're talking about uh, men's groups. Let's look at relationships between men, guys and guys. Um, your first thoughts on that? Well, I, the first thing I'm thinking of is that the popularity of these men's groups is based on the fact that they are self-contained. Um, so you join, let's say you join a, a group through every man. Some of them meet online, some of them meet in person, but you're with the same people every time. So you develop a connection and there's a guide to help everybody go a bit deeper mm. than just the surface. And so I think that the essence of the need that men want to expand themselves emotionally is really being met right now in what I will call these small group systems. It's not happening in the larger population. And in fact, I think some men who disclose that they're participating in any of these groups get made fun of by their local friends mm. uh, and the guys that are not participating. You know, it's interesting that, that you say that because those guys that may be making fun of the, you know, a colleague, friend or whatever, mm -hmm. they're probably doing it, but not in an organized situation. For example, let's say a guy is a member of the fire department. Mm-hmm. And they have lots of gatherings or I'm going to go down the fire. The, I'm going to the firehouse right. and hang out a while, you know, with the guys down there, we have to take care of a piece of equipment, have a beer or whatever. You're getting together anyway. <laughs> it's kind of the same. Right. The only difference is maybe it's not, we're not sitting in a round table here uh, or with chairs in a circle talking about our uh, personal issues and getting right. feedback. Maybe you're not, you're not going deeper into right. what, has been bothering you, what has been frightening you, kind of those emotions that we take away from men, all right? The tenderness of some experience, the fear of some experience. Guys are not supposed to have tears, right. really, right? They're not supposed to be sad. They're supposed to man up. I mean, look at the language that we use. Mm. You know, suck it up, man up. Yeah. You know, all of these um, pieces of language that say, don't go into that feeling territory. That feeling territory is dangerous and you will lose your manhood if you go into that feeling territory. When the exact opposite is true. 
all right? Men become stronger. Men become more complicated. Men become more interesting. Men become more forward thinking when they go deeper into their emotions. Mm. And they get support from each other in ways that you don't get at the firehouse or on the basketball court because you're not going to disclose the things that are truly personal for you. And, you know, you're not going to like this, but I'm thinking uh, of a guy several years ago in a practice um, who was depressed and not able to disclose to his family and pretended at home that he was perfectly fine but was seriously depressed. And one day his family came home and opened the garage door and found him hanging in the garage. And that guy had been in individual therapy with a therapist that I knew, and he'd been there for over a year and never disclosed to his wife and his family that he was depressed or struggling or having any trouble whatsoever. So we train them to hold it inside. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And I know somebody in the past week who's um, her ex-husband, but they were great friends. I mean, Mm -hmm. and even her fiance was great friends with him. Same, same exact situation. Um, yeah. Gotcha. And, and, you know, they knew he had, uh, you know, some issues here and there, but never thought, I mean, he was, you know, the mm-hmm. guy life of the party. I never met him, but I heard about him or we saw the pictures right. and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. you just said. That's what happened. In a social situation, friendly, open, engaging, smart, yeah. entertaining, yep. you know, the guy that you'd want to know or the guy you'd want to have at a party, but in his internal life, in his personal life, mm-hmm. just tremendous sadness and grief. Yeah. And so we train men, we train boys not to share their feelings. And that's, I think that's criminal. I agree. And forget about guys, humans in general aren't designed to keep it in. Right. The tears are important. That's right. how you release, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it's all, this it's a chemical release. There's a lot going on when the tears come out and, you know, most guys don't want others to see those tears and, and the guy could be watching TV and get teary has nothing to do yeah. with the TV show. It That's could have triggered right. a memory thought, whatever. Right. So there's a, a, a really, really old uh, television program, um, in which Rosie Greer, do you know who Rosie Greer is? Does anybody out there remember Rosie Greer? Huge uh, w- uh, football. football. Yeah, exactly huge, right. Yeah. Huge football player. I yep. mean, the guy was huge. Yep. And he sings um, on this program about crying. It's all right to cry. Crying gets the tears out of you. It's just, um, you can find it on YouTube. Just mm. look up Rosie Greer. It's all right to cry. Um, and it's fabulous. And it's yeah. exactly what we need to send as a message 
to little boys, to teenage boys, to adult men, that it is all right to cry. It's healthy. We're designed to do that in order to clear out the sadness. Yeah. And and even if it doesn't come to tears, just even being in your car by yourself and just blank and scream, like just get, 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 whatever, whatever, just a, it's a purge. Got uh, to get it out, you know. What? And it could be a sadness, but it's a frustration because you can't express right. the sadness. Right. Um, what prompted and I, you? You know, I think I think right here. I also want to say that I don't think women understand this, Yeah, that, that it isn't just men that have a responsibility here. I think it's women too. I don't think they really understand how important it is for men to have a safe way to express themselves and for the woman to welcome that in relationship with the man that they love. Men should be free, at least in those intimate spaces. Let's start there. 100%. And hold women accountable for accepting and embracing and encouraging that it is all right to cry. You know, if you have something happen at work, maybe you've been called on the carpet for doing something. Man, that hurts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That hurts. You know, that being said, if a guy gets to the point where he's crying about something and and no matter what it is, could be the relationship, could be Mm -hmm. a family situation and he's shedding tears in front of a woman who he's close to. And if she doesn't react, if she just like this, like, Mm -hmm. how dare you? (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. It's horrible. And it's not like he he needs to be treated like a baby. It's just to understand, like, I, I, I understand, you know, even if, even if it's a rift between them, he finally got to the point of tears. They're real. And if she doesn't react, Mm -hmm. if she doesn't react, uh, just a horrible situation for the guy really is. It is a horrible situation. And, you know, women do that. They would never do that with a girlfriend. Oh, absolutely. All right? They would never stiff a girlfriend when she was crying, but they'll stiff their husband. Yep. And that is absolutely wrong. And maybe they don't know how to deal with it. Well, that's why we're talking about it. Then that's just show some about. empathy. It you right. And listen, you don't have to agree. Let's say they, something happened in the relationship doesn't mean you condone, maybe he did something, but he's upset over it. Re- react accordingly. Right. And then. Yeah. People are human. Males right. are human. <laughs> right. right. And we're constructed to use tears to release that tension and to release that sadness. Mm. We're constructed that way. So, you know, don't stop me from doing that. And when I turn the tears on, welcome them, give me comfort, give me understanding, right? So that this sadness can be cleansed out and then we can go back to problem solving. But don't rebuff me or send me away. What what brought you to the point, Gloria, of working on a book about men, relationships, emotions? So the the entire kind of history of my work has been started with 
looking at preschool boys. So there's been a thread of treatment of the male population all throughout my work. And I've finally come to the place where I have the courage to communicate that history to other people. And I, I think maybe even if you, if you look at it, it is the political situation in this country that has also moved me to communicate that men are real people and they have access to the full range of feelings. And if we don't recognize that and educate them from preschool forward, that we're in serious trouble as a mm. culture. We can't continue to deny that men have a full range of feeling capability. It's time. Thank you. Because <laughs> it, it, guys have been ignored horribly, um, gotten a bad rap. They, you know, do you feel that there's always uh, an exception? But do you feel that most guys are empathetic, caring, emotional? They may not show it, but. Oh, I, I think that every one of them, the, the good news about the fact that men come into the world with a broader range of emotional experience uh, and understanding is that they still have access to that. That part of your brain doesn't die off. Oh. You still have access to it. So at any point in life, no matter how old you are, it's still possible to bring that piece of you back to life again and enrich your life by being able to have access to the full range of feelings. Hmm. It just gets buried, right? It does. It does. Hmm. And we bury it intentionally. We bury it culturally. We do that just systematically right. with boys. It's uh, it's a shame. And, and, and as, I, I as, want that to change. As you said, as you said long ago uh, when we talked that it, it started in primitive times where you right. know, the guy had to go out and, you know, slay the animal for food in the cave. The wife is there with the children and. He can't be smelling the flowers. Right. Exactly. Right? But now he can. All right. Our culture has advanced to the point where he really can stop and smell the flowers. You know, part of it too, I believe, even when guys get together uh, and they could be friends, you know, it's, it's a, there's a pride thing going on there too, where, you know, and, and I do believe that most guys just put on a front, you know, mm -hmm. I'm putting on this show for you. You know, I'm, and maybe I'll show a little bit of emotion around other guys, but it's, I got, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, this is me, you know, and it's, it's, right. it really isn't. It really right. Isn't. Well, so socially we encourage that more with men, but I will tell you women do exactly the same thing. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. They, they put on a front just as easily as men put on a front, but the dynamic is different. Yeah. Because we still allow women to go into the deeper more personal emotional range and we accept that from women we don't accept it from men except with these groups obviously there's a change hmm. afoot and i welcome that i encourage that 
Yeah. Your, your book, Long Time Coming, when do you think it'll be uh, totally finished? Um, I plan to have it finished by the end of this year. Um, and so hopefully early next year, it will be out there for people to read. Fantastic. Um, final question on the book, because I'm intrigued. Uh, and we've, we've skimmed it a little bit that you were working on that book. But today, certainly we are talking about a lot of the, the challenges that, that you address in the book. What would you say is your favorite section or chapter in the book for so far? Actually, I think the dedication, because I dedicated this to a three-year-old boy hmm. that I worked with decades ago who explained very clearly what crying was all about. So he, he clearly told me that he never cries tears. His tears go inside. He swallows them. They turn into little rocks in his stomach. And then every once in a while, they just explode out of him into fury. He was very animated demonstrating and, what happened with his tears. And very insightful because he just described what the hell goes on with guys now. <laughs> and this is coming from a three-year-old. Right. And, 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 you know, Gloria, beautifully illustrating what you said, that boys have more emotional intelligence from the right. beginning. And there he, he's, he's giving it to you. He gave it to you right there. Wow. He gave me the whole story. I uh, I usually don't have a lot of time to read books, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on two, 12 pages in on one. I can't wait to read your book. Well, great. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely got to get the word out about that. Uh, that I'll, is... I'll send you a copy when it's done. And, and I might cry. <laughs> reading it, you know, because I'm going to realize some things that maybe I didn't know. Um, yeah. If if somebody is struggling with with any of the things we're talking about, whether it's a a, a guy, a woman, whatever, um, mm -hmm. they reach you just by uh, going to your website, which essentially is your name, right? Yeah, my website is www.drvandrhorst.com. So it's www.drvandrhorst.com. You go to that website, go to the bottom of the first page and sign up for my blog. You will get good stuff every month. You have so much insight. And the proof in that comes from every time we talk before we go on here and you'll, you'll give a, a little, you know, topic idea, a little nugget. And I'm like, I, you know, I think we could fill, you know, a full podcast with that. And I, I even said, when you said, let's talk about men's groups, I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? We want to go a little bit deeper than that. And I was a little worried that, you know, could we, re we could just keep going. <laughs> and it happens, it happens every time, but that's a, a testament to uh, your knowledge, your insight. And, uh, and how good you are at what you do. And uh, well, thank you. I enjoy being with you. Oh, I, I learned so much, Gloria. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. 
And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.